Well, good morning, church family. It is the last Sunday of 2020. And uh, one of the things that we have been doing over the last couple of years is taking some time to reflect on the goodness of God, reflecting on the work that he is uh, doing in various lives uh, in the life of the church. And um, it's become one of my favorite Sundays of the year to just hear some of the God stories that are unfolding. And so today, we are going to do that yet again. We're going to have some of our staff uh, interview some people and uh, have them share bits and pieces of what God is doing in their lives. And this is a powerful thing. This is actually an offensive weapon that we use as we remember the finished work of Jesus and then as we proclaim the good work of what he has done in our lives. So let me uh, remind you of Revelation chapter 12, verse 10 and following. It says, I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brothers has been thrown down who accuses them day and night before our God. They have conquered him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. So there is something powerful that happens when we articulate the work of God among us. And so today you're going to have the privilege of hearing just a few snippets in a few lives of what God has been doing. We thank God for a good year. We thank God for sustaining us through the trials. We thank God for all that he has given us. But most of all, we thank God that he continues to work in your life, in my life, and in our lives. And we invite him to do even more of that in the year to come. Uh, so I hope that you are blessed today as you get to hear some of the stories of what God is doing here at State College Alliance Church among us. Hey, State College Alliance Church, Pastor Seth coming to you here today. And I'm so delighted to bring a conversation to you that I'm going to have with my friend, Bryn Bortry, who is a student at State High. So I pray that this uh, conversation is life-giving and a blessing to you. Uh, Bryn, thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? My name's Bryn, as you know. Um, I'm in 10th grade at State High. I've been going to this church since I was in like first or second grade. So I've been going here for a while. I can't really remember when we didn't. Mm -hmm. uh, but in sixth grade, I started coming to the youth group here, which, you know, you, you kind of know about that. A little bit. <laughs> and that's been a really good opportunity for me. I really love it here. Bryn, what has God been doing in your life this past year? It's been a crazy season, 2020. What's God been doing in your life this year? Yeah. Well, I would say the lack of human interaction has given me a, a better opportunity to communicate with him more and to have more interaction with him. Because I think it's kind of difficult to um, really focus on what he wants to say when there's all these other things going around. And I've kind of gotten I think a lot of other Christians have experienced this too, the opportunity to just talk to him and spend time in his word. And really before this season, I hadn't really, um, I hadn't really read my Bible like every day and at a consistent pace. And I've started doing that, which is really great. He's taught me a lot through that. And I think his word is probably the best way to learn about him. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> so I've, yeah, he's taught me a lot through that. Cool. So the opportunity of not having as much social interaction has really opened the door for you to focus on his word and spending more time with him. 
What do you think that he's been teaching you through this season? So much. There's been a lot with that. Um, he just really taught me my love for serving other people, which was there. I didn't like not like helping people, but I've be, I've come to really just like to help others. I've really enjoyed it. And yeah, he's really taught me that, especially through reading the Bible, because I read through Matthew just recently. So especially through reading the Bible and seeing all of the things that Jesus did for other people, it's just like, it's so easy for me to be like Jesus if I'm just helping other people. Mm -hmm. And that was a really like cool thing to realize. Yeah, so one thing is serving. Also, I kind of struggle, he's brought up this struggle that I have, which is that I'm not sure how to explain it, but it's just like thinking that everybody has the right idea. Like everybody knows what they're doing and it's like, well, that's okay for them, but I'm doing something differently. But God's really revealed to me that there is like really only one way to live correctly and not like only one way because a lot of people can live differently, but there's just like our belief, our beliefs as Christians are just really important for us to stick to those values and to teach other people about it because outside of Christianity, it's just not a correct thing, I guess, um, which is something really difficult to realize. Um, Cause I was, as I was saying before, like I really love people and I like getting to interact with people. And it's like knowing that people, some people have different and possibly wrong views is kind of sad, but he has revealed that difficult truth through reading the Bible. Uh, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of other things too, like um, just spiritual gifts in general. Also with SLT, I've joined the student leadership team um, with the youth group. That's been just another example of learning more about myself, learning more about my spiritual gifts. Um, maybe not like knowing my spiritual gifts exactly, but having a better idea of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he's taught me a lot. That's cool. So like one thing that I'm, I'm hearing you say is that your relationship with God, it sounds like it has been strengthened as you have spent more time with him. Am I hearing that correctly? Yeah. And I've also started to rely on him more. That's awesome. Bryn, I think if there's, there's two main things that I've heard you emphasize in your story today, it's that growing in a deeper relationship with God is really important to you. And that has come to you through spending more time in his word. The second thing that I've gathered from the story with you today is that Christian community is valuable and, and encouraging. Um, so those are two things that I would kind of say, praise God for those gifts in your life and praise him for giving them to you during a challenging season. Um, good morning, church family. My name is Aiden Wirtz. I'm the media director here at State College Alliance Church, and I have with me today Harry and Lori West. So, uh, Harry, why don't you go ahead and share a little bit about yourself and your connection to State College Alliance? Well, in the late 1960s, we were attending a mainline church in town, and it was sort of drifting away from the basics of Christianity. And we visited a number of churches in town, and we discovered that the CMA was really the flagship of the evangelical churches. And we started to attend in 1970, and we joined the church in 1972. And the Alliance came through for us. They really measured up, and we were very happy. Lori, why don't you share with us a little bit about what God has been doing in your life this year? Foxdale Village is a very 
friendly place. We, we've been so excited to find that out. It's easy to make new friends and keep old friendships. We would invite a couple to our cottage or to dinner at the building, the main building, and they would very soon reciprocate and we would have a friendship going. Uh, or they would initiate the friendship and we would reciprocate. Well, there are also a lot of widows here. And so I would invite a widow or two or three over for coffee and a muffin. And we would have a wonderful time as far as I knew. But I was mystified because they would never invite me back. What God eventually showed me was that it's my responsibility to make those contacts, to initiate those, those phone calls. And uh, I have been doing that and especially find that it's very helpful to widows who are isolated during the COVID-19 uh, uh, crisis. And they have very few contacts outside of this place. So that's been very rewarding for me to do. And the Lord also prompted me in two specific areas. Uh, I've spent much more time in prayer. I have a lot more time than I used to have because I have a lot less to do. Mm. And I've spent a lot more time in prayer for a broad array of concerns because God really pointed out to me and I became aware of just the needs during this time and I've been focused on that. And the second area is that Again, being retired and under house arrest for all practical purposes, uh, I've had plenty of time and I've had more in-depth Bible study than I've had before. And I really thank the Lord for that. Josiah's been with ACF from the very start as a freshman and, um, and he's uh, served in different leadership capacities. Um, Josiah, th this year has been unique. Right this year, yeah. c coming into this fall semester, we knew that it was going to be an odd semester, an odd, um, you know, sort of a roller coaster of a ride. But would you say that looking back on this semester, um, you've seen God move? Have you seen Him active in the midst of sort of the chaos of the times? Yes, absolutely. I think almost like I've I've almost like seen this time as more reflective since I'm alone more. Um, so like, you know, going back to even like March when this all started and Penn State sent everybody home, um, just that, you know, idea of like being at home a lot with my parents and then coming back up here and then in general only interacting with few people. I feel like it's at first I, I viewed it as something that was like really bad because I'm a huge extrovert. I love talking to people and engaging. Um, but it's it's given me a lot of time to like reflect on how God's moving and how he's using even a time that seems so dire to advance not only like personal growth, but also growth within the church. Um, so I, I think, you know, speaking on to that, I've seen it almost more now than I, I had in the past, which has just been really, really cool. Isn't that cool, though? Like it, it almost took a pandemic to cause us to stop long enough to, yeah. to reflect and see how God's moving. Tell, tell us a little bit about that. How have you yeah. seen, maybe more in specificity of how, how have you seen God move in your life personally uh, in this last season of life? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think the main thing that God's been kind of putting on my heart is patience and it seems very like, okay, just like be more patient, like wait on things and whatever. Um, 
but for me it's really tough like even like like going to like amusement parks and things like that um i definitely inherited my dad's sort of genes of like being super impatient we were the family that had like the easy pass constantly yes. so we could like go through lines and things like that um yeah and being at home and trying to figure out like how god was moving like frustrated me to like no degree um especially like going in um at that time last spring i knew that uh this upcoming year i'd be in the in the role of president with acf and that really excited me it was something that was on my heart and um, i was like yeah god like this is really cool like i love this group of people around me and i'm looking forward to how we're gonna move and then the pandemic hit and i was like okay like I felt like I was just waiting, like, what, what's the deal with this? Like, like what's going on? Um, and so it was really tough. I think I took it, I took it very like personally at first. Um, it was just trying to figure out like, like God, like you put me here at this certain time and I know this is the right time. I just, I don't know exactly how you're going to move in that way. Um, and it was almost like this call to just be still and know that, his timing is always pure and correct. It's been it's been really cool to kind of see how we've been able to still reach out and build community um, through just being expectant and waiting on God and knowing that that this is right. We really had to redefine community. I mean, yes. we, right? Like you said, we had a sense of community through sort of these traditional means of Sunday services, our midweek gatherings, and social events. I mean. If, we can have social events. And Penn State yeah. kind of put a nix on that and said, no, when opportunities shut, when God's in it, he opens up other opportunities for yeah. ministry to happen. And so that's been really cool. Um, just, uh, just, just as we kind of wrap things up here, um, if, if you were to um, think about spring semester, we, fall yeah. semester is now behind us and we look ahead. Um, what's God stirring in your heart for ACF? What is he pressing on your heart? And uh, what are some things that God's moving in your own soul when you look into the future? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I guess for that, going back to, you know, just kind of being expectant and having a little bit more time to like focus on God in, in personal times. Um, I've been able to like really try to like distinguish and figure out like what the need of the church is and kind of where we were and where we want to be. Um, and I, I really enjoyed the fact that this fall we did not sit on our heels. Like I, I really felt like there's a there's this amount of like flexibility we had to still build the community. Um, but it also feels like there's this next step where we're not just like surviving it. And groups did like retain numbers, and we saw like lots of you know good conversations and things like that. But it it feels like just kind of like talking to people within ACF that there's like there could be like this next step of Absolutely. growth yep. and, and reaching out to students and trying to find out, you know, how do you, how do you connect with students when they can't come to a physical location? Yep. And that's kind of been something that's really stirring on my heart. But overall, I'd say like this weird amount of excitement, because even though, you know, numbers for COVID cases are going up and, you know, Penn State's already has all of its regulations set for the spring. And it's very likely that, you know, most students will be completely online. Um, there are ways that, that God's moving and, and not um, telling us to like sit back. Like, I feel like the, the expectation is for us to, to go forward and, and reach out. And that's something that's, that's really been cool. Yeah, so. amen, amen. 
Josiah, thanks, buddy. Thanks for being here. Thanks for sharing your hearts. And uh, church family, thanks for your support in uh, this great ministry, ACF. Well, hello, church. Um, my name is Chad. I'm one of the pastors, and it's my privilege to introduce to you today uh, Annie and Jiwei. I've had the privilege to have some conversation with them over the, the last several months and, uh, and wanted to provide an opportunity for them to, to share a little bit of their story. So would you introduce yourselves and tell us how you are connected to the State College Alliance Church? Sure. Um, hi, I'm Annie. I'm Jiwei. And I just graduated from Penn State in 2018. And I, yeah, we're just newly married this year. Yeah, recently we moved to State College and we got to know the church. Yeah, and we got baptized in um, November 15. And a little bit about ourselves. Uh, we're growing up, in, growing up in China. We don't really know anything about any religion because like religion is like this scary thing you should never talk about in China. So when we first felt connection with God, back in December 2019, we don't know what to do, right? And, and I happen, we happened to stay with my host family during that time and they happened to be Mormons. So we started to take lessons from the Mormon missionaries and we decide, decided we want to be baptized with the Mormon church uh, back in April. And we started to read the Book of Mormon after that. And but we never really got a chance to really read the Bible. And we got lots of questions, right? So I think it's in August when we moved to State College, we really started to read the Bible because we really have this feeling in our heart. We should really start reading the Bible. There's something in there. And so we started reading the Bible and as we reading the Bible, we felt like we need more information. Like we are lacking a lot of things. So, but we have lots of questions, but we, again, we don't know what to do because we never really like know any religion and we don't know what to do. So we know one thing we can turn to God. So we turn to him and we pray to God and we, ask him to help us and God did that like he inspired us to contact many church Christian churches here in State College so we did that like we contact a lot of churches here I, I would say almost all of them <laughs> and we send emails like we call them and the Alliance Church happened to be the one like contact us back like you guys called us back and it's Pastor Chad, like you called us back and set up a meeting with us and answered our questions and talked with us to figure out what's Mormonism and what's like Christianity and what, what it means to have a relationship with God. And here we are, like yeah. that's how we know. That's how we, yeah. yeah, I got to know the church. Yeah, and, and, I'll, and I'll be honest in saying that conversation that we had uh, out on the patio um, at the end of the summer was just an absolute joy and delight for me to be able to kind of answer some great questions that you were asking to try to process them together. And at the end of that conversation, I, you know, 
used, I asked, I said, well, you asked, what, what do we do next? And I said something to the effect of, well, when you're ready, you can, you can receive Christ and become, become members of the family of God. And so, you know, whenever you're ready for that, we can take that step. And you said, we're ready now. And so we, we prayed together and you took that step and it was a, it was a joy and a delight. Um, That's great. This is a special, special day for sure. So, so I'd love for you to, to share for just a, a minute here. What has God been teaching you through this season as you've been pursuing him and as he's been ministering to you and speaking to you? What has he been teaching you? Yes, um, being a quite challenging season for both of us. And I, for this Christmas season, I think, because we are reading by the Bible right now, we, um, and we read... Um, Matthews, and um, we got to learn that uh, the born of Jesus Christ. I think the God is teaching us many things, and the most important one to us um, is knowing that we have a Savior, um, the King of Kings, the ultimate sacrifice for all of our sins, once for all, and the. Jesus Christ, he already came and um, he will come again. And um, it's just amazing to know that God has sent his loving and only son. Save us. And um, yeah, um, it's so amazing for us to know that. Yeah, it's yeah, like, so. it's so different because we now know we are already saved. So we don't mm -hmm. need to yeah. like put a list and to check the list by ourselves. Uh -huh. We can rely on yeah, it's not, not, Jesus. Yeah, it's not, we'll, we'll be saved. It's that we have already been saved. Hmm. Yeah, knowing that. Yeah, I think that's the biggest yeah. thing we learned. <laughs> well, what a gift and a blessing. And, and I appreciate you sharing. And, uh, you know, we're certainly delighted to, to be part of this process, this journey God's had you on over these months to, to bring you into his family and then for you to be part of our church family um, has been a, a gift and a blessing. So thanks for sharing. We'll continue to pray that God would, would continue that work of growth in your life and that we would be motivated to, to pursue that same journey in each of our lives. Uh, so thank you to, to you both and, and blessings for your willingness to share your story with us. Yeah, thank you so thank much. Thank you for having us. K-State College Alliance Church, Pastor Seth coming to you here today, and I'm, I'm very excited. I have my friend Tim Kunkel here with me today for a conversation, and I pray that this time uh, is a blessing and life-giving to you. So, Tim, thanks for joining me today. Why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, man? Yeah, I'm glad to be here. For me, my name's Tim. My wife is Destiny Kunkel. We have two girls and a, and a new baby boy this year. Uh, we have our oldest, Gracie, she's four, and then two is Anna, and then Malachi, he's four months old now. Four months old, so he was born in the pandemic. Yes, he was. Uh, Tim, if you wouldn't mind sharing a little bit with us, what has God been doing in your life during this past year? So this past year, I'll, go, I'll start with Malachi. Um, he was born in the pandemic, and... From from there, um, God's been working in our life to keep 
him healthy. And then we've been blessed because we had food that they gave us um, each week. We had the meal plan set up. And then after the meal plan, there's another meal plan with mops. Moms of Penn State, I think it is, or State College or something like that. But they then they took over after that. So it was awesome to have help not worrying about like, oh, what are we going to cook tonight? I don't know. What do you want to cook tonight? I don't know. What do you want to cook tonight? So it was nice that we had help that way. And then recently, my wife and I both were out of work. Because of COVID, we had close encounters. And we weren't sure um, financially how we were going to make things work with it being Thanksgiving and having to travel. Um, we really were kind of just laying it out there, you know, God, what, what are we going to do during this time? And we were blessed to be able to um, make some of our uh, products for our glorified designs on the side. And God provided that way where we actually had um, orders to cover the costs pretty much the exact amount of what we would have gotten if we were working. Mm. So it was really neat that, you know, we, we were out, we didn't know what to do with work and we were just like, okay, God, you know, we know it's up to you to provide. And, and he did, he was able to allow us to get those orders, orders that we needed to, from our side business to, to kind of be financially stable. So a lot of exciting things happening in your life and in your family's life this year through all of these events, what is God teaching you, Tim? I think the biggest thing that he's been teaching me is to, to focus on the things that are important, not the things that are immediately pressing. Um, as, as we all know, COVID news, um, the, the presidency, that's all things that are immediate pressing, but we can't get um, our eyes off of the things that are important, like making sure you know, family is there and above family, obviously God and making sure we get in time for, for him, whether it's prayer time or getting in the word. So Tim, um, how, how has the church family played a role in your life in this season? You did talk a little bit about meals being provided for your family. Any other ways that you feel like the church family has um, been there for you guys this year? Has, how has the church family impacted you? So it's, I would say, I didn't mention, but started with my brother-in-law. He kind of introduced us to Alliance Church. Okay. And if it wasn't for him, we would probably would have never been able to get connected with Alliance Church because we just weren't kind of, we didn't, we're in the know with, with this side of, of like um, Alliance. We just weren't, we just didn't know. And he started coming here and we're like, well, let's go check it out. And um, we decided to come every once in a while with him and then, um, we kept coming and we were kind of in a point where what are we going to, what do we want to do? And we kind of prayed about it. And God said, you know, right now in, in this season, we, we need to family is, is, is more important than trying to find our own kind of like niche in state college, whether it, it, nothing's going to be perfect. You know, there's always something that isn't going to be perfect. We thought that Alliance had a little bit of everything that we wanted to raise our kids and be able to, um, to grow up and, they can get a full, they can really get a good understanding of what Jesus is here. So that's kind of where it all started. And then from there, this past year with the meals being provided from the church and from mops, and then of course, always having um, somebody checking in, 
whether it was um, you or one of the other pastors or someone else that we've made friends with in the church community that's just like, hey, do you need anything? How how the kids? Man, I, I just want to say thank you for sharing your stories with me today. It, it's really encouraging to me. Uh, and, and church family, I hope that Tim's stories have been encouraging to you as well. Um, Tim, thanks for taking the time today. And uh, church, may this conversation that Tim and I have had today be life-giving for you. Hi there, I'm Aiden and uh, the media director at State College Alliance Church. And uh, I'm here on Zoom with uh, Nate and Kristen Ashton. And I got to know them through, um, they, they both served on the media team and just such a, such a sweet, uh, caring couple. And uh, just have uh, be interviewing with them today for this Testimony Sunday. We have been a part of the State College Alliance Church for about four years now. Um, about two years ago, we became members, and about a year ago, we started serving on the media team. Um, we love our church and um, are so thankful for all of you, and um, wanted to share a little bit about what God's been doing in our lives this year and how we've experienced his blessing through our church community. Um, so yeah, we just wanted to, to share a little bit with you. Um, something we both have reflected on is we really feel like God has been teaching us a lot about what it means to, to live out of his strength and live out of the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, we both work in long-term care at Foxdale Village. Um, and as you can imagine, it's been an incredibly difficult year um, with regulations changing and, you know, our community being in various levels of open and closed um, and trying to support people who are very isolated right now um, and having health issues and, um, you know, it's, it's not been easy. And, and I know all of us really have had a difficult year, um, but it's just been especially exhausting. Um, and I, I've really experienced kind of the two different ends of the spectrum of what it looks like when I'm living out of my own strength versus when I am um, living the spiritual life powered by the Holy Spirit. Um, there have been days where I have just been pushing and pushing and pushing. And at the end of the day, I come home exhausted and, and I feel completely depleted. Um, and, and at the end of those days, I think, man, I wasted this day. I wasn't even thinking of the Lord. Um, and I just was trying to do it on my own. Um, but on the flip side of that, there have been other days where I feel like I haven't been able to do it without him. Um, and those are the days where I've experienced God's joy and his peace. Um, and how I'm so thankful that we still have things to be joyful about in this time. Um, and I just realized that when I am breathing in the Holy Spirit and breathing out my sin, those are the days I'm able to love my residents the best and to be able to serve them and really focus on them. Um, and I, I feel like God's grace flows through me on those days. So I've just realized more than ever in my life, how important it is to live out of the Holy Spirit um, and how I can't do it on my own. Um, and I'm not made to do it on my own. 
Um, so I'm, that's something God's been teaching me and I'm sure, you know, I have a lot, a lot left to learn in that. Yeah. And I, I think that, uh, we've had good days and, and bad days at work and with interactions outside of the work, out of work. And we've just been really appreciative of the church and how we've gone to the church for, for support in this time. There are the things the pastoral staff has been teaching, teaching us way back in the beginning of the pandemic in, in May. Um, just Aaron was talking a lot one Sunday about being you know, slow to speak and quick to listen when preaching on James and just taking that approach of, of patience and being ready to interact with people in a way that has that grace and spirit filledness that Kristen was talking about. Um, but what we've really seen is that uh, our community group has been such a support. I mean, we love everything that we hear on Sunday, but our community group has been great for living those things out in real life. And when we have good days or bad days or good weeks or bad weeks, it's been great to be able to interact with them and just really experience unity um, together. We don't all agree on everything and we have differences of opinion, but in a season that we've just seen and experienced a lot of discord in the world, we've felt that we've seen the unity that our church has been preaching about um, in our community group. And we've been able to go with them and we're seeing spirit filled, lived out, and they're helping us to live our lives um, filled by the spirit. So, and, and we, we, we mentioned we work at Foxdale and, you know, that's a hard profession, but in this time, but tons of professions have been difficult in this time. And our community group is filled with teachers and physical therapists and people who work in labs and people who have changed their, their Penn State classes once, twice, three times, five times. So uh, it's just been a group filled with empathy and support um, that's been really important to us, especially when we've been being a lot safer um, with just the, um, the group that the residents that we serve and the population we deal with, we've taken the pandemic really seriously and, and limited our contact. So being able to engage with them via Zoom or um, outside when it's warm and, and things like this and small groups has been really meaningful to us. Ultimately, God is in control. Um, and I think this year has really, you know, nailed that in for us. Um, and that thinking on that has just built my faith so much in my faith in, in God and in his promises. Um, and, and that's the hope that we're relying on. Yeah, I think hope is, has been something we've really clinged to in this season and we continue to, to cling to. we we're staying positive and we're staying hopeful and that's not an unfounded positivity. Like Kristen said, it's based in God's promises and we, we do believe we're going to get through this and that there's an end in sight. And, and one end that does mean that we're going to get through COVID that this too shall pass, but we know this is it. There's bigger things in, in life that we are hoping for than COVID being gone, that we're, um, really reminded that 
more than getting some of the earthly things that we enjoyed a part of our lives back, that we want Jesus desperately to come back. And we want um, his, his return and him to be glorified. We don't want just a, a COVID-free earth. We want uh, a whole new earth. We want Jesus's new kingdom to reign. And so um, keeping that uh, mindset, that kind of eternal framework and, and vision in God's sovereignty and hope in his promises and, and coming is keeping keeping us in perspective in this season. And we're going to try to take that into the new year. Well, church, I, I hope that you've been blessed by hearing some of these stories. And um, as we said in the beginning, there is something powerful that God does through the articulation of your story. So I want to encourage you, as you have heard some stories today, uh, I want to encourage you to think about the story that God is writing in your life. Think about the ways in which he has sustained you. Think about the ways in which he has shown up in what has been a difficult year in 2020. And maybe in the coming week and in the coming days, uh, he would open up an opportunity for you to give testimony to his goodness. Maybe there's a special friend or a family member that you could even call or connect with in the coming days to share about the work of God in your life. This has been one of the most powerful exercises that I have been a part of is just to simply hear the faith building stories that God has done in other people's lives. And when I have opportunity to share the faith building stories of what God has done in mine. So as we come to the end of this year, we trust that you will be blessed and encouraged. We're gonna have one last worship song, one last opportunity now to just give God praise for what he has done, and then we will conclude our service. But let the, let the speaking of our story continue as we continue to give honor and glory to Jesus Christ for the good things that he has done. God bless you.